Week two of high school football tonight. Good morning. I'm Tom Robinson with Spores. Glenwood posted a balanced attack in their week one win over Sioux City East last week. The Rams face off against Atlantic tonight. Both teams are 1-0. Glenwood's veteran quarterback, Caden Anderson, completed 55.6% of his passes for 219 yards and one touchdown last week. And the Rams' rushing attack was equally effective with 38 carries for 182 yards. Trent Patton and Kellen Scott led the ground attack with 56 and 49 yards, respectively. Well, Glenwood head coach Corey Foss says the game last week against Lucid East was a battle in more ways than one. I think everybody throughout the state had plenty of challenges beyond your normal football challenges and in the heat and the weather and the cramping and stuff like that. So um, we were a little shorthanded coming into the game and had some people step up. Trace Johnson's a sophomore offensive lineman who ended up uh, playing almost the entire game and um, it got the job done, did a nice job and just uh, player after player, you know, we, we had some, some, a lot of, a lot of returning guys, but also a lot of new guys in there getting their first experience and uh, definitely wasn't perfect, but a lot of guys chipped in and uh, game came down to the very last second. So uh, it was real exciting and always better when you come out on top, but um, just really pleased with the grit our guys showed in a really tough situation. Coach Foss says they have a lot of depth in different spots. In different spots, we've got a lot of depth. Um, we've challenged that with some things we put on ourselves and in an injury or two early on, but, um, you know, we've got as good of depth of, you know, size and, and line play as, as we probably ever had. And, um, you know, we've got, we got a plenty of skill guys. I think, you know, everybody's got a lot, but we're, we're waiting for some more guys to step up and, and really show we could use another guy or two in the secondary and at the receiver positions. Um, but yeah, our running back H linebacker line depth is, is pretty solid. And, and that's been to, to our advantage so far. And hopefully we can continue, continue to have that be the case. The Rams head to Atlantic for a non-district game tonight, and Coach Foss is impressed with the Trojans' physical style of play and depth at running back and receiver. Atlantic uh, just does a really nice job. I really like uh, what Coach Brummer's done there. Um, kids play hard. They've got a physical style that, you know, they'll get downhill, which we don't really see as much of that, you know, in, this, in the days of spread and all the seven-on-seven seven that everybody does in the summer. It'll be a challenge for us to match their physicality and and their downhill running game. They've got you know at least two running backs that uh, really run through a lot of tackles and the style of play they have um, is just uh, it's it's fun to watch. And then uh, some really good playmakers at, at the receiver positions. Uh, I think everybody knows Rasmussen, number twenty seven, is just a phenomenal player. He's been he's been taking it to us here uh, in recent years, so we know all about him and. The way they use them is really smart, too. It really makes you make some choices, and it's hard not to show your hand and decide what you're going to take away. So, um, yeah, really good team, really good scheme, and uh, we know we got our hands full this week with a good Atlantic team. Colton Rasmussen caught three touchdown passes last week in the win over Clark. Gavin McLaren rushed for 135 yards, and Dante Hedrington 102, and Tyson O'Brien had six carries for 23 the game kicks off at 7 p.m. We'll have the broadcast on 95.7 FM and live video streamed on westerniowatoday.com. It is military night at Atlantic tonight. All military active and prior will be admitted into the game free of charge and honored 
and recognized at halftime. Ottawa head coach Sean Burks on Friday night was disappointed with their loss to a Cam with the game plan, execution, really everything fresh from the game. However, after watching the game film, the coaching staff was encouraged by what they saw. Got together this weekend a little bit. We, we talked about how promising things looked, you know, how close we were on a few things. And, you know, we were right there in the third quarter. You know, we had the ball down 10 late in the third quarter after starting with five punts and two interceptions. So anytime you have seven empty possessions to start the game and you're still within, you know, a chance to make it a one-score game late in the game against a team as good as Cam tells me there's, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of opportunity for us. And, and we just have to clean some, clean a lot of things up. Coach Burke says, fortunately, week one was not the district game and looked at the loss as good preparation for week two. He was impressed with the team's resiliency, didn't give up, and the coaching staff looks forward to seeing what this team can do moving forward. Yeah, things aren't going to always go our way, and I was proud of the way the guys, especially on a night as hot as it was against a team as, as good as Cam was, you know, they didn't give up. They, they kept competing until the very end, and, and that, that's probably the main thing I came away with Friday night. Audubon travels to Colonesco tonight for their district opener. The Royals are 2-0 with wins over Twin Cedars 74-8 and Murray 48-12. And quarterback Brecken Klatt leads a team in rushing with 12 carries for 159 yards. A Klatt kid, he's a junior, uh, really, really explosive in the run game. Uh, he, can, he can play quarterback. He can play slot. Um, you know, right now he's tied for the lead in, on their team with – um, one one reception. He also leads him with 12 carries, and he's also attempted a pass. So, you know, he lines up all over the place. He they put him in motion a lot, and if you, if you over pursue, his cutback is really really lethal. Um, we've seen that in eight man, where you can't over pursue, but if you don't pursue enough, he does a really good job of hitting the alley and, and running. So he's going to present a big challenge for us because it sets up everything else they do. And Coach Burke says matching the world's physicality in the trenches will be necessary. they got a couple offensive linemen that look pretty darn impressive. And obviously their, their jet game where they hand it to that clack kid is, is kind of their bread and butter. And they've done it to the tune of 74 points a game so far. So I don't, I'm sure they've got more wrinkles, but they haven't had to use many yet. So that for us, we're going to have to be ready to adjust on the fly to a team that and we have two games on them, but we've, we've never played them before. So that'll be an interesting approach, too. The kickoff is at 7 p.m. at the Colonesco Junior-Senior High School. Well, in high school volleyball last night, let's take a look at the scores. ADM took three at their own tournament. 2-0 over West Marshall, 2-0 over Nevada, and 2-0 over Woodward Granger. Bedford topped Lamoni in three. Boyer Valley beat IKM adding two sets to one. And Council Bluffs, Abraham Lincoln, 3-1 to one over Bishop Heelan. Earlham top, Coon Rapids, Baird in three. East Mills swept Lennox. Xyra EHK over IK Matting, two sets to one. Gilbert beat Nevada, 2-1. Woodward Granger, 2-0. And Griswold, uh, blank Fremont Mills, three sets to none. 25-21, 25-15, 26-24. Elsewhere, Harlan over Denison Sleswig in three. Lake Mills over Bishop Gehring in three sets to none. Lewis Central over Clarendon, three. MMCRU 3, Kingsley Pearson 2, Mount Air 3, Essex nothing. Maple Valley, Antonoto Charter Q 3, Missouri Valley 2. Newell Fauna beat Southeast Valley 3 sets to none. Newton over Grandview Christian in 2, Norwalk beat Nevada 2 nothing. And Gilbert 2 nothing. Elsewhere at Maxburg over Diagonal 3 sets to none. And PCM over St. Ellen 3, Rock Valley over Spirit Lake 2 sets to none. Shenandoah beat Crescent 3 1, South Winnesheek 2 walk on 1. And it was Van Meter over Winterset, three sets to one. Wilton over Gina Catholic, three to one in high school volleyball action 
uh, last night. Well, let's take a look at cross-country. HSTW edges Logan Magnolia for the girls' team title at Loma last night. The Vikings scored 67, Loma 68. Denison third with 71, Boyer Valley 475, Heartland Christian fifth, 118, and then Maple Valley, Antonoto, Charter, Cute sixth, Tri-Center seventh, East Sac County eighth. The top 10 individuals, Allison Johnson of Logan Magnolia won it, Madison Spore of Loma second, Lola Menlick of Denison Sleswig third, Alexa Tremblay of Denison Sleswig fourth, Grace Steinmetz of Heartland Christian fifth, Bella Lamp of HSTW sixth, Mariah Falkenna of Boyer Valley seventh, Riley Knopp of HSTW eighth, Reagan Garrison of IK Matting ninth, and Lily Irwin of Underwood finished in tenth place. On the boys' side, Isak County won it with 44, St. Albert second 80, Maple Valley Antidoto Charter Acute third 92, IK Matting fourth 102, Tri Center fifth 128. Denison Sleswig 6th, Missouri Valley 7th, Logan Magnolia 8th, Griswold 9th, and Heartland Christian 10th. Individually, Parker Heister Camp of St. Albert won it. Parker Engel of Eastsac County 2nd, Owen Wise of St. Albert 3rd, Isaiah Aragon of Eastsac County 4th, Landon Spore of Eastsac County 5th. Then it was Ivan Ledsdema of Denison Sleswig 6th, followed by Lane Sams of I.K. Manning, Kale Hammond from Maple Valley, Antonota Charno Q to Dane Gorham finished 9th for Boy Valley, and Brennan Bowden of Tri-Center routed out the top 10 individuals at Logan Magnolia last night. More sports on the web at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Tom Robinson with sports.